0: Love Talk Radio. What's
1: going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again? (laughs) Your boy's back at it again, man. Listen. There is so much to discuss today, all right? Aaron Rodgers, we're going to be discussing Alan Lazard signing with the Jets, restructures as well the Jets have made to create cap space. We're going to be talking about Quincy Williams resigning. We're discussing it all. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I take live callers. All right? Everybody be patient. The lines are hot. We will get to everybody. So much to talk about. The Jets are in a different space. Let me go ahead and start the show. Listen, I the man of people on here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. For those of you that do not know, you know, your boy's on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes, okay, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast over there, give me a five-star rating, and leave me some feedback. I want to thank everybody that does that. You know what I'm saying? I truly appreciate everyone that does. It, It means the world to me. All right? I am also on social media, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Come on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at Young J000. All right. Follow your boy. Let's go back and forth. Talk to me and I'll talk right back. And for those of you that may not know as well, that listen to me via iTunes or even on Blog Talk, Blog Talk Radio backslash Long Beach Joe Show, we be live on YouTube as well. This is where we stream the show. I get a lot of people that go, Joe, hey, I just happened to catch the show on YouTube, and I didn't know that you looked that good, that you were that handsome. I go, whoa, okay. Listen, thank you. I'm not arrogant. Not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a regular guy out here doing what, I'm, what I can do, moving the way that I can move, you know? And I thank you all for that, for saying, hey, Joe, you're looking good. Your lineup is always clean. You're always looking fresh.
2: You're, you know, you're a
1: handsome guy. So if you want to see this face and you want to hear these takes and you want to get involved with the savages, do you want to know why I call my chat the savages? Because they're savage. savage. All of them, All right? Nobody is safe. Not even me. They don't like your take, they'll get after you. If you want to get involved with all of these things as I'm we got going on here live, come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? And subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, give the videos and streams a thumbs up and share them across your social media with your friends and your family. We have a lot of fun over here, man. All right. So with all that said and put to the side, boy, oh, boy, do we have a quite a bit to talk about. We're going to start with Aaron Rodgers. All right. Because this whole saga with Aaron Rodgers has continued on and on. Salutes against all the savages, Orlando C, vibes. Venom G salutes, and callers, we'll get to you in a second. Hold on. This whole saga with Aaron Rodgers has been quite a road, hasn't it,
0: <laughs>
1: from people saying that the deal was never going to happen and all these things. Now, keep in mind, all right, this this recent particular time, the last week or so has been very interesting. Aaron Rodgers spoke with Brandon Marshall recently, you know, on the I Am Athlete podcast. He did a little interview Uh, with the I Am Athlete guys, and uh, when he was speaking with with Brandon Marshall, Brandon was trying to get out of him, hey, you know, what are you doing? Tribeca, Brooklyn, you know, he started mentioning places in New York. What are we doing, A-Rod? That's what he said. And Aaron Rodgers told him, you know, stay tuned. It won't be long. There's a time limit on all of this. So he was just kind of inkling, hey, my decision is going to come soon. Don't worry about it when the time's right, you know, when there's a time limit on it, and when the time comes, I will let it be known, okay? Then you also had Mark Murphy as well, the Packers president and CEO, come out in an interview where he was going back and forth with someone that asked him about, hey, why did you guys allow Aaron Rodgers to speak with the Jets? And he said, it's a situation where I think we wanted to help Aaron achieve what he wanted. I'm going to repeat this. I think we're going to – I think we were trying to help Aaron Rodgers achieved what he wanted as well as the Packers hmm. interesting tidbit there right so I mean just from that and of course Mark Murphy didn't speak about the details of a deal said he wouldn't talk about you know all the other stuff but it seems like just from there Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet then we have all these conflicting reports going back and forth about Aaron Rodgers where the deal is as far as with uh, the New York Jets, if the trade is done, what's happening. There was talks that the compensation contract was already on the door. Then you have people saying, no, that's not true. Then Trey Wingo comes out. Now, keep in mind, Trey Wingo is very close to Aaron Rodgers. Trey Wingo comes out, and he says, listen, from everything he's heard, the deal is done. Now, keep in mind, again, Trey Wingo and Aaron Rodgers are very close, and Trey Wingo has been right about every step of this process with Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets. As a matter of fact, Trey Wingo was the guy that broke the news about the Jets flying in to meet Aaron Rodgers. He was the guy that said that off the bat. He's been 100% this whole time with Aaron Rodgers. Then we're getting reports from Schefter saying that there's mounting indications that a trade is done, right? So as we're starting to see, even to this point, the trade hasn't publicly been announced. But we're starting to see the wheel start to turn where it seems, hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet because, again, reports come out today, Rodgers has given the New York Jets a wish list, a wish list of players that he would like to see them sign, okay? That wish list included Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, Odell Beckham Jr., Okay, and there's been a lot of talk about Odell Beckham Jr. in the New York Jets. We just saw Sauce on FaceTime with him, and this isn't the first time that Odell's been connected to the Jets. But this time seems, uh, you know, a little different. And then also on that list of players that he would like to see, according to reports, the wish list, that he would like to see be on the New York Jets roster, is Alan Lazard. Well, today... Alan Lazard signs with the New York Jets a four-year, $44 million deal. Interesting. Very, very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that's interesting. It's interesting that a guy like Alan Lazard that clearly has a relationship with Aaron Rodgers, not only Aaron Rodgers, but our offensive coordinator, Hackett, as well, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett also has a relationship with Eric Rodgers. Hmm. Huh. Very interesting. It's also interesting that Allen would sign for four years here, right? And I would think that if Allen Lazard didn't know that Aaron Rodgers would come here, why would he sign here? There's other teams he can go to, Right. If the New York Jets weren't landing Aaron Rodgers, boy, wouldn't they be pretty suspect at quarterback? Why would you want to come to a team that has a suspect quarterback position? Right? I'm just saying. The trade's not official. Right? It's not official. <laughs> it's not official. But I will say that Trey Wingo, again, and I I, I respect Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo said – uh. It's done. Alan Lazard seems to be uh, on the squad. OBJ is on uh, FaceTime with Sauce, and Sauce was the same guy that said, hey, once Aaron Rodgers is locked in, there will be package deals everywhere. There will be players that want to come here from all over. Huh. That's Interesting. And then you also see that there's a lot of you know people that normally get news about this situation, these type of situations, that seem to be pretty frustrated, that they're not in the loop. And it seems like only certain people that are close to Aaron Rodgers seem to be on spot about a lot of things that are going on with it. All right? Now keep in mind, tomorrow, I believe, at 1 p.m. Eastern, Aaron Rodgers will be speaking with Pat McAfee on The Pat McAfee Show. I believe that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to you know, hear some interesting things from him. But to me, in my mind, right, just a, a person that's processing and uh, assessing this whole situation, it would look to me like there is a deal in place. And it would look to me like Aaron Rodgers is a jet. And again, this hasn't been made official. I'm just saying as an innocent bystander, it's a very interesting situation. 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm not going to go on forever. We're also going to speak about the New York Jets restructuring contracts as well. They have restructured cornerback DJ Reed, Lakin Tomlinson, one of our guards, Conklin, and John Franklin Myers. Now, with just Reed, Thomason, and Conklin, that created about $15.2 million of cap space for the New York Jets, which was big. And Joe Douglas talked about this. He, told, he talked about having the ability to create massive amounts of cap space, if necessary, to handle business the way they wanted to handle business, free agency. John Franklin Myers, as well, his restructure allowed $4.8 million in cap space to get freed up, too. Keep in mind, C.J. Uzama also restructured recently to get his cap number down from $10.3 million to $6.7 million. The Jets also cut burials to save $5 million as well. The Jets have well over $20 million in cap space. And this was before the Alan Lazard signing. Very, very interesting. It's just interesting. I know that the New York Jets have also contacted C.J. Mosley as well to restructure his situation. And that starts to bring up questions about guys on this roster, questions about contract stuff, questions about, you know, all these things moving and shaking, especially with Alan Lazard now being in the building, right, being a New York Jet, he's been signed today. You would think that Corey Davis would be out, right, probably going to get cut because basically what Alan Lazard is, is a better version of Corey Davis. He's a guy that is extremely talented, big body, 6'5 guy, can go up and get it. He's going to be a target in the red zone. He's going to be what Corey Davis should be in this offense, but he's not going to get hurt as much, and he's not going to drop as many footballs. So we'll see what happens with Corey Davis, unless he is part of a trade, right, which is, that's possible. He could be part of a trade, but... Otherwise, I would think that Corey Davis is probably going to get released and save the New York Jets $10.5 million. Also, uh, it looks like the Jets are probably going to restructure C.J. Mosley. He's on the cap for $21.5 million. We'll see what happens going forward with that. The New York Jets will probably extend Carl Lawson to bring his cap number down. Jordan Whitehead is another guy that could be on that chopping block. Okay, okay. We just traded for Clark, so we'll see what happens going forward with that. He could save the Jets quite a bit of money as well. So we're going to see what happens going forward. The Jets are definitely moving, getting cap space, pulling things together, and I think that this is all an effort to grab as many of these guys that want to come in if this deal is done with Aaron Rodgers, okay? It hasn't been officially reported, but all indicators – seem to look like uh, it's going to be done. What's going to be interesting, though, if the deal gets done with Aaron Rodgers is how long he's going to be here, right? I would think two years would probably be the mark. Two years, maybe three. We'll see. There was a lot of talk that he would only be here for one year. We will see. But we've got to see if that deal gets done. Also, Quincy Williams was resigned as well, three years, $18 million deal, it includes $9 million in guarantees and could be worth up to $21 million. This was a great re-signing by Joe Douglas, great re-signing. This was a guy that was brought in late after a cap cut by the Jags, grabbed him, brought him in, and he's done nothing but great things for the New York Jets. The New York Jets have also re-signed Greg Zerline as well to a one-year deal, up to $3.5 million. They've also given a – Pass rusher Bryce Huff, a second-round tender, which is $4.3 million. So it looks like he's going to be a Jet as well, continue going forward unless a team wants to match that, which I doubt they will. You know, will Parks has also been brought back. The New York Jets have handled some business. And there's also been some crazy free agency moves too, crazy free agency moves. Jalen Ramsey was traded to the Dolphins for a third-round pick. Mike White also signed with the Dolphins as well. Woo. Mike White signed with the Dolphins two-year deal, $16 million. Whew, man, things are just moving and shaking. Again, this is a live show. Free agency is happening as we continue around, right? As we continue moving. So there be things that break during the show. So we'll see what happens. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Callers, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Salutes to all the Savages. Jason, Coach G, Orlando, Venom Gs, Vibes, everybody in the chat, man. Randilla, Sco, salutes, man. We're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-969, please give the stream a thumbs up, wherever you're watching me from. All right, also subscribe to the stream as well. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, please know for my new callers, I know I got new callers, all right? Please be patient. We will get to you. Also, there's no cursing on my show or I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Get your ass out of here, Gaze. Faster than we got Mike McCagnin out of here. Get out of here, Mike McCagnin. Jeez Louise, get up out of here. This is a different time and space. This is a different time and place because of what we've done structurally. All of these things that are happening with the New York Jets, right, roster, the talent, all this stuff is because the New York Jets have changed their structure and brought in guys that understood how to get things done. That's what set up this situation for us to possibly acquire Aaron Rodgers. And for us to get all these players like Alan Lazard and all these other guys that are extremely interested in coming here. Change the face of our franchise. We used to be a clown show. Used to be a circus. We're no longer that. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. First call I'm going to, I got to go to Val. I got to go directly to Val. Salutes, Val. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, that boy, Val, oh, he's a
0: savage. <laughs>
1: Val salutes to you. Listen, give me your thoughts about this situation with Aaron Rodgers, man. All indicators look to me like he's the, the trade is going to be announced soon publicly. It's looking like he's a New York Jet. What say you, man? What are your thoughts on it? And what are your thoughts on how
3: long this is taking to be announced? Man, here we go. The drama has started, man.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) I'm doing a very, very good job of not getting my hopes up because listen, you never know. You never know.
0: Yeah. But
3: listen, everything, we got something finalized now. We're going to get to that. Mm -hmm. But Hey, man, listen, we already said that, you know, it's going to be a lot of drama when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. He's for sure showing that right now. He got a wish list and everything. So Mm
0: -hmm. it's it's a whole
3: bunch of packages that is coming. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we finally got something resolved now. So let's see what's going down the line. But, hey, man, I'm just waiting to see what's the news because everybody's sitting here waiting for it, you know. um, Everybody was putting out false information, like, you know, you just don't know with Aaron Rodgers, you know. I just, I'm just i mm-hmm. just hoping he doesn't retire, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then we, we are all hyped up about this, but, you know. But listen, the team, everybody's restructuring their deals. Everybody, like, every everything is going on between money-wise and everybody restructuring their contract. So it looks like something big is coming. So hopefully it's that, that piece that we're looking for.
1: Yeah, listen. And I hear you, Val, but here, here's the deal. And, again, it's not official, and I've made sure to say that a bunch of times so that people, oh, Joe, it's not a-. Listen, it's not official yet. <laughs> but I will say this, Val, right? Because you know how people
4: go, oh, Joel, yeah, Joel, it's not official, blah, 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 blah. blah. Right?
0: <laughs>
1: now, according to reports, Aaron Rodgers has given the New York Jets a wish list of players that he wants to be on the roster. Don't you find it interesting that one of those players, Alan Lazard, that has connections with Hackett, also has connections with Aaron Rodgers, is on that list and ends up being a New York Jet today? What are your thoughts about Mm -hmm. the Jets signing Lazard to a four-year, $44 million deal, and doesn't that kind of tip the cap to him, you know, Aaron Rodgers being him, Aaron Rodgers, and that deal being done with the New York Jets to be traded and become a Jet?
3: Now here's this thing. Now this is my um my conclusion, man. I feel like him and Aaron Rodgers had talked already. There's mm-hmm. no way he's gonna sign a four year deal with the New York Jets knowing that mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers is only gonna be here for one year or so. So I would say mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna be here for two to three years. That's what I'm hoping. I don't want a one year rental, okay. but if okay. he's making all of his moves he signed a four-year contract, four-year deal. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna be here for two to three years for sure. Because okay. you know, okay. you're not gonna sign a four-year deal, and you and you know Zach Wilson, you're not too strong on Zach Wilson because you know, it, it's been out there that he's not really a strong quarterback. You know, so but mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you that they already had that conversation, and it's probably gonna be he's probably gonna be here for two or three years. That's what I wanted. I mm-hmm. didn't want a one-year renter, but let's see what happens. That's just my um, yeah. prediction.
5: No, yeah, and, and
1: that's, that's what a lot of people are, you know, I, I've talked about that as well. I wanted it at least two years, right? But it's it's just, you know, it's interesting. We'll see how things play out, but I want at least two years. A lot of people talking about three as well. But uh, like you said as well, I, I, what I find interesting is I don't think Lazard comes here, right, if he thinks that Zach Wilson is going to be the Jets quarterback. I just, exactly. I just don't my do point. <laughs> Mike White is gone. Mike White's a dolphin. Right? So that ain't happening. Oh, man,
2: right? Man. Old man oh, Flacco
1: man. I don't think old man Flacco is, is you know, he he's out the door. Like what else would attract Alan Lazar to coming here unless he believed or do or knows that there's gonna be a number twelve in the building. That's all I'm saying. I'm not it's not official. Exactly. I'm just saying that, you know, that's all I'm saying. He didn't
3: come so with. He didn't look, can't come over here off the strength of Zach
1: Wilson. That is not true I'm at all. <laughs>
3: so he knows something.
1: <laughs> know something. He knows something. He knows something, right? He knows something. Did you see that Jaguars game? That's all game? I'm saying.
3: Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> he did definitely did not sign a four-year contract for Zach <laughs> Wilson. I know that for sure. <laughs>
0: Ooh, <he laughs> and got that, outplayed that by three different Jack quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, he didn't come here to play that with Strebler. I'm he, saying oh, he, nah, didn't he didn't sign here to play nah. with Strebler. Uh-uh.
1: That's, that's all I'm uh-uh. saying. He didn't sign here to play with Zach. Maybe we, we, we would have had a
3: chance for Mike White. Maybe we would have had a chance for Mike White, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> so Something when, you look
1: at the yeah, when you look at the situation, when you look at the situation as well, I want to get your thoughts on this too. We got Lazard oh, in so. the building. Also on the wish list as well as OBJ, man. What are your thoughts about that? There's been a lot of talks about OBJ and the Jets. With Lazard in the building, I would think that Corey Davis is out of here. Do you think that we end up with OBJ too? I mean,
3: could you even see that happening at this point? I really can't. I I just really can't. But listen, um, I'm kind of 50-50 with it. Like, you know, personality-wise, you know how Odell Beckham is, you know what I'm saying, like Mm -hmm. personality-wise. But the production is really good as well, too, at times. But I swear, if if Aaron Rodgers is throwing to uh, Odell Beckham and everything like that, I feel like that would be great. I can't even lie. Mm. But I just hope because, you know, we're building up a – a culture change and stuff, and the culture is mm-hmm. really good right now. we got the young guys rolling. we got the three monsters, Breeze, um Sauce, and Garrett Wilson. They all teaming up, and they chilling in the offseason together. We having a good, you know, something going, you know, and we don't really want to mess that up with chemistry-wise and stuff like that. But if Odell Beckham has his head straight and everything, and everything is flowing because, we, you know, we're kind of going to already have to deal with the um, – Aaron Rodgers, Diva, personality, you know, what everybody else says and stuff like that. But, you know, when Mm the production is there and everything is flowing. I feel like, man, this is going to be a a 13-win team if we definitely get that to happen. 13 wins for the Jets. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Probably more than that, to be completely honest with you. Probably more than that. when you look
3: at the – Especially with this
1: defense. Yep. Yep. And speaking of the defense today, or recently, excuse me, we re-signed – Quincy Williams, man. What are your thoughts about about him resigning, and are you excited about it?
3: I'm excited about it, man. I just hope we get his brother back, you know, but this is a mm. great start. We got his brother signed up. Quincy, man, he's been... He Listen, if I'm on offense and then if I'm a running back and I have Quincy against me, he's about to Man, I, I don't know. I might be running home, man, because that man could hit. <laughs> <laughs> Quan Alexander there is a different monster, but that man can yeah. hit too, man. But, yeah. man, uh, listen, I'm happy about that. The only problem is you just have to work on his coverage a little bit more. But when he blitzes, mm-hmm. he's really good. Yeah. He has that, that, that second speed, that second gear to get to the um quarterback or get to a running back to stop a play. So I love that re-signing for, for sure. Okay.
1: Listen, Val, it's been hot, man. This show. Your, your takes have been fire. Before I let you go, when you're looking around a league in free agency, give me the craziest move you think you've seen of free agency so far, and give me the move that you've liked the most that a team has made in free agency so far.
3: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, the one that I feel like was the craziest, uh, I would say um, – I'm not too sure, I'm not too sure. I really haven't been paying attention to other teams like that, but i would I'll give you the um the most exciting one is that um Alan Lazar coming to the jets replacing Corey okay. Davis. Because, you know listen, the best ability is availability, and he's always available, mm-hmm. so I would say that is the best thing I would say so but um, nothing but love for Corey Davis, but listen, it was time to go, man, like we needed somebody mm. younger, so i I would say that. For sure. And Mike White, man, I, I really wanted Mike White to stay. I feel like he should have been that yeah. second quarterback. He deserved it. But listen, best luck to him uh, unless he's going against us. But, you know, best luck to him. And he's definitely, that was actually a smart move by the Miami Dolphins. So I would say that was the crazy. Mm-hmm. That was a smart move yeah. by the Miami Dolphins. Just in case Tool comes in, boom, you got Mike White. Yep. Solid
1: backup. So that was yep. smart.
3: So and yeah, I'm gonna say And yeah, they also for got sure.
1: They also got Ramsey as well for, I think was a third-round pick and Hunter Long, like that. Was, oh, yeah. That, See, that there you go. Boost. Oh, man. Yeah, listen, and as this is what I'm saying. The Jets need weapons, and we're going we to continue to add, dude. so we need it. So, listen, Val, yeah, I want for this calling
3: to in. Yeah, All I want to thank you for calling everybody in, man. Like Next like time I a show, I want to hear from to you. you. Okay, for sure. Man, everybody like and subscribe to Joe, and I'm about to
0: slide. Have a good one, man.
1: Yeah, Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. When you call in, I can see you for my new callers. Just be patient on the lines. We'll get to everybody. My whole times are not long. Salutes to all the Savages in the chat. Continue to throw your questions and messages in there. Get your thoughts out there because I'll come to y'all like I'm about to do right now. There's a lot of people in the chat, a lot of Savages talking about the Jets offensive line. Arizona Jet, Vibes, everybody else in there. I see y'all talking about the Jets line. Listen. The New York Jets don't have to fix their line in free agency. They can draft young guys. Of course, you can find little free agents out there. There's guys that are that are out there. You know, there's talks about Glasgow as well, possibly coming to the New York Jets. But guess what? The New York Jets also have picks that they can help move them around and bring guys in to help the New York Jets offensive line. There's a lot of talk about Paris Johnson. Again, this depends on what the New York Jets give up for Aaron Rodgers. But if you know – Joe Douglas, the way I know Joe Douglas, he's not going to get fleeced. He's still going to have capital in his upcoming draft, so we can utilize the draft to fill a lot of those holes in. And, again, paying offensive linemen, particularly top-tier guys, whoo, you're going to pay out your nose in free agency. So the way that you want to fix your offensive line and also kind of your pass rushing situation as well, players that impact positions in general, you want to make sure that you try to do that through the draft. And Joe Douglas has been able to grab some guys Uh, you know, in the draft as well that has come in and really helped bolster our offensive line. AVT is one of those guys, right? We're going to see Beckton come back this year. That's a Joe Douglas pick, too. So I think that that's where they're probably going to focus more of their efforts to help fix the Jets' offensive line so that Aaron Rodgers isn't getting crushed like we saw Mike White get crushed this year. We're getting back to the lines 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Chris. Dwayne, other callers, hold on a second. We'll get to y'all in a second. We're going to Chris, okay? Salutes to you, Chris. We missed you last time. I wanted to talk to you about this. I know you've got some takes. For those of y'all that don't know Chris, oh, he's a...
0: Chris,
1: listen, man. There's a lot of talk, a lot of things going on. New York Jets signed Aaron uh Alan Lazard, excuse me, today. Four year forty four million dollar deal. What are your
4: thoughts about that, man? Well, Alan, he's a he's a good player. Um he, he definitely is a good blocker. Definitely um he's definitely what Corey Davis should be. Um and, you know mm-hmm. um as as a player. But he's available more and he's more he catches the ball a lot more. So uh, Mm -hmm. for for a receiver, I think that was a a good move. I think it was a good move Mm -hmm. to bring him in. I think it was a great move to bring him in. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a wonderful move as well. Now, when you look at the situation, right, we're all patiently waiting for the official announcement that Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet, right? We're waiting for the trade to happen. We're waiting to see the capital with the Jets give up. But there seems to be a lot of things shaking out in the tea leaves here that seems like this deal is done. We got Trey Wingo saying the deal's done. We got, according to reports, Aaron Rodgers giving the Jets a wish list of players that he would like to see here if, you know, he becomes a New York Jet. One of them, the Jets magically signed today. Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis is out there, Odell Beckham. What are your thoughts about this situation with Aaron Rodgers, and why do you think that this is being dragged on? It's taking so long to officially be announced. Because,
4: pre- because I said to the Jeff fans in the, in the chat, he's a prima donna, prima donna Rodgers, <laughs> and I gave him that name for a reason. And you can announce, listen, we all know that for the new year, the league new year, mm-hmm. since he signed the contract last year, he can't renegotiate mm-hmm. the contract until, until the next year. But you could say that you announced the uh the pick and then, you know, you sign pretended on the new league year and stuff like that and get in. He just wants to make sure that the Jets make the proper moves and, and to get in and get his guys in in, in the building. And, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
4: one, yes, you go to war with the people that you got on, on the uh the, the people you feel comfortable with. I I, I understand mm-hmm. that. Um you know what I'm saying? But when Tom Brady let's, let's we can put it in a different a little bit, situation. So when Tom Brady went to the um Buccaneers, he made sure that he was in, he was making sure he was calling, he was recruiting players. He was you know mm-hmm. he was in the building to make sure that he was it's just kind of Aaron Rodgers is sitting there, Well, everybody's gonna wait on me and uh, you know, I'm sitting back and waiting on this thing. And, you know, it can work for a while, you know what I'm saying, in New York, but you know, there's a wolves out in New York, man. They don't, you know, that's a little bit of, you know, no disrespect, but that's a little bit of a Cali thing. Is, You know, you got people in here in New York, you know, they, they don't care. You know, they be like, you know, it gets it gets contention, the relationship, if you try to be like that. You know what I'm saying? So but how do he got to understand, how... understand where he at. And he got to understand what kind of fan base he's coming to. Because, you know, they're not going to expect, like, when he says, oh, you know, Uh, this and that, because he can come off very arrogant, and people around him, they ain't going to have none of that. I'm telling you. No, listen,
1: listen, no. Listen, I I don't believe that, and here's why I don't believe that, is because if you're winning, people will deal with that. And I don't think that he's necessarily, like, unbelievably arrogant. There have been guys that, listen, Jamal Adams literally dumped on his fan base on his way out the door, and people were begging him to come back here. They were begging him to choose the Jets. He publicly told people, he publicly sat there and talked to a Cowboys fan and told him he was trying to be a Cowboys player, and there were Jets fans literally saying, please don't do it, Jamal. Please stay a Jets. Okay? So, like, all this, like, look, I get it, okay? It is New York. This is a tough market or whatever. But, listen, Aaron Rodgers is built for this, one. Two, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is some arrogant guy that players don't want to be around. Because if they didn't want to be around a guy like Aaron Rodgers, then guess what? I don't think Alan Lazard would have signed here. I don't think he would have at all. right? I I believe that Alan Lazard knows something. He knows something about Aaron Rodgers possibly wanting to be here. And you also have guys like Sauce also talking about package deals everywhere. If Aaron Rodgers was such a bad guy, right, The, the guy the arrogance and all that other stuff, why would so many New York Jets players be vying for him to come in here? Players know other players around the league. They know right. you know, guy, how guys tick, how guys move, how guys act. It's talked about all the time. Listen, <laughs> you wouldn't have Makai no, Beckton no, and no, Brie Paul no, and Garrett no. Wilson and, and Soft coming out for him. That, that is not true. If you're getting it done, if you're putting it together, if you're the, the legend of – you have the status that Aaron Rodgers has. If you're as legendary as he right. is, he's literally one of the best right. quarterbacks you ever have played in the NFL right. already. That's a fact. When you have what he has – it's said and done. Listen, you can talk about New York. You can talk about all the bravado and attitude. If you're not winning in New York, you're nothing. Say what yeah, right I I get you. If you're not
4: winning, you're nothing, okay?
1: God, I get it. We want get it. winners. But, but, but,
4: but, so but, that's it. But, but you got to go understand, ahead. what I'm saying What I'm saying is like this, okay? Let me give you an example, okay? When, Sa- when San Antonio Holmes came in here, and he's not from, you know what I'm saying, here, at the end, you know what I'm saying, they just wanted to get him up out of here. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and Santonio and Holmes was a nut job, though. That's that's not
1: the – first off, Santonio yeah. Holmes, and I don't mean to cut you off. Santonio Holmes and Aaron Rodgers is not on the same way. You cannot even compare those two guys. Right. Santonio Holmes right. is doing a lot of things that are detrimental to the team. That is not what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And he hasn't done that in his career. Right,
0: I, I
5: agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Right? He, has, he hasn't that. done the things that Santonio Holmes has done at all. So we can't even right. compare the two. But here's the deal, Aaron Rodgers is going to come in here and demand that guys do what they need to do. Demand that you put yourself in the best I, position. I agree to win. with that. He's going <laughs> to demand the
4: best yeah, out of Yeah, he's going to demand. He's going to demand that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going to demand that these guys come on and do what they what they're supposed to do. He's not going to accept yes. anything and that's what you get with a Hall of Fame quarterback like Brady and, and, and all these guys they're not going to take you coming in there, slacking and everything. So that's good no. for the team that they come in, and they know as soon as Aaron Rodgers step on the field that it's all about business. You know what I'm saying? He is about – I never said nothing about his talent, undeniable. His talent, he's a great quarterback. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play football. I can't take that away from him. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the Green Bay Packers, not drafting – uh, 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 wide receivers and putting the, the the necessary weapons around, maybe the kind of things that he's doing now. But I'm just saying that you know, I'm, and I don't even mind uh, the 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 requesting of the, the the talent. I'm just saying I'm kind of trying to figure out how this is going to work with this this media market over here because it can get contagious mm-hmm. over here with some of these people. And 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 like I said, I love all the Jet fans. I, you know, I've been a Jet fan since 1980. Yeah. You know. But at, mm-hmm. we could get crazy, <laughs> you, know, just, you know. We can get crazy. We could get really. We won't crazy. get
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah, but we won't yeah. get crazy if we're winning. You know why we get crazy? We well, get crazy because we're losers. That's that, that's why. That's yeah, why in I the could. past it's always been. Yeah, it's time to get crazy because we have time to do that because we're losing, because right. we're out of we're out of you know contention for the playoffs early, by. Yeah. you Yeah. Know, what, what, Season starts in September. By October, we know we're done. <laughs> hey, November, know. we know we're done. We, we're already talking about the draft halfway into the season because usually we're out of it. We won't get crazy if we're getting W's. It's going to be crazy. On, we're going to start getting crazy on other people. That's what's going to start happening. We're going to start riding on other people. We're going to go into to places now that a lot of people say that we should be afraid of. And we're going to be blowing teams out. That's what's going to get crazy oh, I agree with that. So. I, I get it. I hear what you're in. saying. But if you're not winning in New York, yeah, they're going to have a problem with you. But bringing in Aaron Rodgers along with a lot of these other guys that I believe Aaron Rodgers will attract. We've already seen Lazard yep. sign. Yep. There's talks about OBJ. There's talks about Packard yeah, deals. You've got to get him. Himself. we got to
4: get OBJ. Right? Yeah, we got to get
1: him. Right? So,
4: oh, give you me your him.
1: thoughts. I want to get your thoughts about that. But just to finish up. That is what's going to bring the New York Jets to where they need to be. Right. Okay? So, but give me your OBJ, thoughts about OBJ, man, because there's a lot of talk oh about yeah. OBJ we, we, to the Jets. Do you see that happening, even with Lazard and all happening. the guys we already have here? Yes, yes.
4: I do see it happening. Odell Beckham, even though there, there's talk about going to other teams. Odell Beckham knows what it's like to play with Hall of Fame quarterback or a good quarterback. One of the problems that he's teetering on the Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying, is yardage and, 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 and stuff like that. So I believe that he, as much as he money he has, because Odell has a lot of money from endorsements, from, from you know from other stuff. So Odell Beckham is not just a one horse honey in terms of that. I think he's going to sign with the Jets because I believe he always wanted to play with Tom Brady, but he don't give a chance to play with Tom Brady. He wants to play with um with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And the only reason he didn't play with Tom Brady, and it sucks for the Tampa Bay fans, is that AB was there, and that AB went crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> on his Jets field. Mm-hmm. But they were they were originally going to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. You know, so mm. he's go he's coming. Here. I I I believe that's a, that's a going to be a done deal within the next forty eight hours.
0: Okay.
1: What are your thoughts about – just to go over to the Jets' defense, we were discussing that, how great they've been. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. about Quincy Williams resigning, man? How are you feeling about that?
4: I, I, I like Quincy Williams. I like I, – I wish they can get the, uh, the other linebacker signed too. I don't know if he already signed with somebody else. Um, we had him – uh I forget the other linebacker. Are you talking about Huff? Him. No, um, the other linebacker we signed from the same – Oh, Quan Alexander. Way. You mean Quan Alexander. Yeah. I don't. I don't so if think can get, he has. Again,
1: things are moving and shaking. I don't think he has, but yeah, we'll see. I, I we'll going for it. Go them, ahead. I would
4: love to have them back. I would love to have them back, and I would love to the Jets even bringing a a veteran offensive tackle um, and push mm-hmm. this thing back to 2025. Uh, push all the money and guaranteed money because if we're going Aaron Rodgers, we're going all in, and we mm-hmm. have to make sure that he's protected. And as much as the offensive linemen in the draft are, are, are you know, just okay and, and decent, you want to definitely make sure that somebody is there protecting Aaron Rodgers, and he likes veterans. So, and and, and still, look, any rookie, there's a learning curve. Any rookie, I don't care how good he is. There's not many guys like Sauce Gardner that can step on the field and be a Hall of Famer. At, you know what I'm saying? There's a learning curve with every rookie. And I think that, you know, I was getting an offensive tackle would help, but the Jets defense is going to yeah. be fine. I wanted Jesse Bates, but you know,
1: yeah, he, went to the, the, he went to the Falcons, man.
4: Yeah, I wanted that boy, got dad, paid. Man. Yeah, I know he yeah. got paid. I wanted Jesse, but he reminds me of uh, uh, Jim Leonard, he reminds me so much of Jim Leonard with the, the, mm. with the anchor of the Jets defense. And you know, but we got Chuck Clark, so I mean, I like Chuck Clark too, I've always been a fan of his. You know, he's always a tough guy. He don't have no nonsense. And maybe we could bring back, um, uh, you know, the other free safety we had. And the defense wasn't too bad anyway, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, LaMarcus Joyner, we'll see. I really wanted Jimmy Ward, but I think he ended up with the Texans. That sucks. But, you know, it is what it is. So, my final question for you, Chris, before I let you go, give me your thoughts about Mike White signing with the Dolphins, man. How do you feel about that? Uh, uh, Well,
4: Mike White. Uh, you know, I don't know how he's going to fit here anyway. I'm happy for him that he's going to get an opportunity to showcase his talent. You know, he he did a lot for the Jets, you know, he put his heart into it, he put his body into it, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. he will go, you know, go down as one of the toughest guys ever to play for the New York Jets. So I wish him well, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, you can't keep, you can't keep everybody. And he actually has a legitimate chance of starting for the Miami Dolphins, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a, uh, Interesting deal over there, but um you know I'm happy for him man i you know, everybody deserves an opportunity to start and uh he's been over here he's been a trooper and the uh, thing but again, I mean, if he was that good, you know what I'm saying he could you know and the quarterbacks raise the level of the entire you know what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. you know, like i said, I think that he's a good quarterback, I wouldn't put him on Aaron Rodgers or you know Patrick Mahomes or he gets a couple wins, but he can't
0: take mm-hmm. it to the Super
4: Bowl. We're, we're, we're you know, we all in with Aaron Rodgers. We've decided that we, we're tired of being the background. We're tired of being the doormat. We're tired of all this stuff. We want the championship. That's what this says.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: whatever happens, we have to go on. The, even if it's capped out to 2026, we got to go in for everybody. That's it. Now before I get you out of here, man, give
1: me the give me your a, a guy that you want to see the Jets target that's still a free agent. Who's somebody you wanna see the Jets Orlando
4: Brown. I want that I want that left tackle solidified. <laughs> okay. I want okay. I don't want no questions when Aaron Rodgers gives up there. I want him there blocking for him. Mm-hmm. You know, as a backup, Mikai Bexton, the return of him is gonna be epic. I think, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I got some people that know a little some of his, in this dude is he was doing last year, but now he's just—he's just out of his mind. If you if everybody see what—and it's safe doesn't mean you're gonna do anything in football. But I mean, when you commit it like that, you just every day you waking up and you're just eating nothing. And his father is like real, real tough. Like he—he's reading everything. It's—it's it's, it's interesting because everybody talks about the offensive line and the holes in it, and he's hearing this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he really believes that he's the best offensive tackle in the National Football League, man. This guy mm-hmm. really believes that. So, I think, and people talking about the draft and stuff, that's, that's getting in his head, man. It's, you know, I said it last year that he was going to be the comeback player of the year. I think he's going to be the comeback mm-hmm. player of the year this year. I think I truly okay. think he's going to come back and he's going to dominate the NFL. I think you Jet fans better get ready for a Beckman, man. I think you know what I'm saying, okay. the monsters coming back, man. you know the jets better pick yeah. up that option,
1: Listen. yeah, we'll see, and we'll see if the Jets do pick up his option again. that's coming up in May, but you know the jets do have some work to do, and we'll see what happens going forward. Listen, Chris, I wanna thank you for calling in next thank time you. I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, all right, thanks, Joe, all right. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Salutes to all everybody, the Savages. Dwayne, will come to you in a second. Other callers as well. Hold on. Again, 515 602 515 602 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Listen, I'm going to come to the Savages really quickly. And there's a lot of people talking in the chat, Arizona Jet, other guys as well, Hawkeye talking about the Jets' offensive line. There's people saying, hey, you know, I don't know. A rookie starting for the New York Jets would be iffy along the offensive line position. Listen, we've had rookies come in and actually be better than the veterans that we've had, right? ATV, who I mean, he was a guy in his second year, but Max Mitchell was a guy that we brought in at right tackle, right? And there was questions about the right side of the line to start the season. Uh, people looked at Tomlinson, and I think I believe it was Dwayne Brown, and at one point it was George Fan as well you know, over there at left tackle. And they were like, oh, that solidified the right side is a big question. As a matter of fact, when it was time to go and things played out, the right side was the best part of the offensive line and it had the youngest guys on it, right? The left side with Dwayne Brown or Sant or, or and, and Thomason was the big issue. Max Mitchell played very well before he went down with that knee injury and then, you know, dealt with some blood clots as well that actually sat him down for the rest of that season. So having a guy come in as a rookie and play on your offensive line is, is solid if you get the right guy brought in. ATV as a rookie dominated people. Becton as a rookie, when he was healthy and he was showing us, dominated people. He looked like an all-pro guy. He looked like a guy, you know, that could be a pro. But he was being talked about around the league before he went down with that knee injury. And then, again, we saw the two years where he struggled to get back down there on the field. So, uh, we you know. Drafting a guy and bringing him in doesn't mean that, oh, he's going to stink along the offensive line. No, we've seen Joe Douglas be able to get guys in here that can actually be dominant along the offensive line. Traded up for ATV, gave nothing, and probably got the best guard in that draft, hands down. Might be the best offensive lineman in that draft. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm an SC guy, fight on. I'm just saying look at the results, right? And, again, there's guys in this draft that we've been connected to. And we'll be talking about this draft come up from Skoronsky to Paris Johnson to that, that guy from Georgia. There's so many guys, you know. So, look, the Jets can fix their offensive line, again, depending on what they do, how much they give up for Aaron Rodgers whenever this deal is completed. Uh, but, you know, the Jets have time to fix their offensive line. You don't have to sign a bunch of free agents along your offensive line to spruce it up and have it put together. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Salutes to all the savages, Randilla, Sergeant CVO, Vibes, Arizona Jet, Hawkeye, Orlando, Miz09, just everybody in the chat. Val, you know, Venom, salutes to everybody. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Next, I'm going to my guy Dwayne. I gotta talk to Dwayne, man. Dwayne salutes to you. For those of you that do not know, listen. This man, Dwayne, is a savage. I'm- Dwayne is a savage, man, and I know he's going to bring his salutes to you, Dwayne. I want to thank you for calling in today. Dwayne, we are going back and forth, and we're talking about a lot of things, man. We're talking about a lot of stuff. Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard signing. Give me your thoughts about this this saga that's going on with Aaron Rodgers and him giving the New York Jets a wish list of players that he would like to see. How are you feeling about this, man?
6: Man, I told you this guy's playing Call of Duty, man. We just got to wait. (laughs) Make sure this guy (laughs) finished. You got to get the season passed. You got to get it done, right? You know what I'm saying? um, So I I wish you could do sound bites and all that stuff, or, you know, we could even find the video. But a couple weeks ago I told you this exactly thing was going to happen. We're not getting Derek Carr. We're not getting JVG. Those dominoes are going to fall. And we're going to be left here waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision. I said it would either be between the Packers doing it or between him doing it. And in the meantime, free agents are being signed. You know what I mean? Mm. We still have some left, but if, like I was saying last time, if your GM is hampered by not knowing where his biggest contract is going to go to, it affects his entire job. And that's the problem with with Aaron, and that's why a a great franchise like the Green Bay Packers wants to get rid of a top five QB because it's not the Green Bay Aarons. and it's, and I I can't have it be the New York Aarons either. You know what I mean? So who knows what this guy's doing? What's taking him so long? Whatever the case may be. Maybe he wants to stick it to the media, and, and maybe Trey Wingo needs to shut up for a second. If Trey Wingo shut mm. up for a second, maybe he'll, he'll be like, all right, now that everybody can't figure it out, now that everybody knows these these reporters know nothing, I'm going to tell you now that I'm signing or retiring. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what, just but the way he is. He, he, I don't here's, yeah, he, here's my thing, though.
1: And I hear what you're saying about Jets, you know, the general managers being hamstringed, you know, with a guy that they don't know much about. But when I hear these things from other fans, and I've gone back and forth, not just with you, but other Jets fans as well, I start to wonder about what you guys think about Joe Douglas. Because if Joe Douglas and this front office didn't know for a certainty that Aaron Rodgers was wanted to be a Jet or was willing to be a Jet. I don't think they pass up on Derek Carr. I don't think that they don't, because at this point, right, all the guys that we were targeting, Ryan Tannehill, his, his front office, coaches and everything have come out and publicly said in front of a camera, same way I'm looking at mine, Ryan Tannehill is going to be a Tennessee Titans. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but you're going to have to deal with him being on the Tennessee Titans. That's what he said. Okay? That's what they came out and said. Jimmy G is now a Raider. Mike White is now a Dolphin. Derek Carr is a saint. Why would they completely roll the dice with Aaron Rodgers unless they had something in place already and know that he's going to be a Jet? Joe Douglas has never gambled like that since he's been here, ever. He's never Mm -hmm. gambled, nothing like that. No smart general manager of the ilk of Joe Douglas would do anything like that. Because the only alternative that you would have, right, if you let all of that happen, the only alternative that you would have is Zach Wilson. And we all know he ain't going to get it done because everybody in the front office has come out publicly and talked about him not being the guy as of yet. From Sulla talking about attacking the quarterback market in the offseason, Joe Douglas has made it very clear that they're looking for a quarterback this offseason. They come out and publicly talked about the quarterback being the missing piece. Zach Wilson is still on the roster and was on the roster when he said it. Do you understand how damning that is? Your owner, the guy that owns the franchise, the guy that see, the guy that see you in the facility every day, he owns the damn facility. The guy that was there when you got drafted, the guy that was there through all these meetings and everything about you is telling you that you're not getting it done because quarterback is still the missing piece. I don't think Joe Douglas would have done all of these things, let all of this happen, as he just sat back and twiddled his thumbs. I don't think he does that. And I understand that it's not official, right? We're all, we all I'm, I'm still operating in that space. But why would Joe Douglas do all of that and watch all of this happen and just sit back praying to whatever that Zach, or that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a Jet? I think that he knows that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. And not only do I think that he knows that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet, I think some of the guys that are looking to become Jets also know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet, like Alan Lazard. Because why would Alan Lazard sign here to play with Zach Wilson? Why would he do that? Why would Odell Beckham be on the phone with Sauce Garner? Why is there so much talk about Odell Beckham becoming a Jet? Does Odell Beckham want Zach Wilson as his quarterback? What say you? What are your thoughts on that when you talk about it from that thought process, man?
6: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think Joe Douglas is. I mean, listen, um, I think I think the I think the, uh, the Green Bay Packers have a good GM as well, um, mm-hmm. and they were stuck the in a very similar situation where they drafted Jordan Love, what four years ago now, they couldn't figure out what's yeah. going on with Rodgers. I don't think Joe Douglas, you know, for lack of a better word, is a psychic. I think he was trying to stall Derek Carr with all the praises and all the adulations to see, you know, let's see what Aaron's going to do first. And if that falls, at least we have Derek Carr. And he tried to stall him for as long as he can. And Derek Carr said, I'm not going to win. And Mike Webb said, I'm not going to win. And now... Mm-hmm.
0: The-
1: you, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, you're breaking up a little he bit. He has to, to way, hit a home, man. Okay, go, go ahead. You, you broke up a little bit. G- give me, give me yeah. your take again.
6: Oh, I, like I was saying, I don't think I think he was stalling, right, to try to figure out what Aaron Rodgers was doing. And the reason I think he doesn't know what Aaron Rodgers was doing is because none of this makes sense. If you're interested in a team, right, free agency is here. All right if you're the one we're waiting for, right, mm-hmm. what, what what are we waiting for? What are you trying to figure out? It doesn't seem like, no disrespect, it doesn't seem like he's the normal guy. It, I'm not saying he's crazy. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's something real peace type about Aaron Rodgers that no one can figure out. Same thing with Green Bay's GM. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with, with Denver's GM, all, all these guys. I am not. I don't think Joe Douglas is this mystic, psychic figure that knows something about Aaron Rodgers that no one else can figure out. And he was stalling these other quarterbacks in order to see in case Aaron Rodgers fell fall back, that he could have these guys, right? I don't think he would have been stalling with all this adulation for Derek Carr and all this stuff like that if that wasn't the case. And mm-hmm. now... We're in a situation where I think he feels a little confident. I think I think uh, Woody Johnson feels a little confident, and I do think Joe Douglas feels a little pressure because his owner feels like this team is ready, and mm-hmm. he might be on the hot seat pretty quick. And he feels like Aaron Rodgers is more of that solution than Derek Carr was. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I'm saying even if you don't win the championship, that's with Aaron Rodgers, Woody Johnson would at least say, "Whoa." You've got Aaron Rodgers. You're going to be here for another couple of years, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So well, that's the that's, that's I, I, I look what you, at it.
1: I, I, I hear what you're saying, but when I look at Aaron Rodgers, I see a guy that he's very eccentric and he does things on his own time, right? When you look at the situation, even here with the media, mainstream media, guys like Schefter and other guys as well, seem to not be in the know at all. At all. And honestly, mm-hmm. some of them look visibly frustrated about the fact that they're not in the know. Some, some, there have been guys that have publicly come out and talked about how nobody knows, and they're in mainstream media on these four-letter networks, on these big networks, right, that are talking about, listen, we don't know what's going on. The only person that knows what's going on is Aaron Rodgers and Joe Douglas of the Jets. That's it. A lot of the leaks that we usually see from different places They ain't happening, right? So with all of that, I think that this is just a different situation. I understand when people talk about the Packers and stuff, that's fine and dandy. But our relationship with Aaron Rodgers is unlike theirs. Aaron Rodgers was frustrated with them and their lack of ability to surround him with talent and this is what I talk about when I, talk, when I speak with other Jets fans as well, there was a lot of issues there in Green Bay where they hadn't drafted offensive talent, I think wide receiver, at least in the first round for him for a while, but they took a quarterback. You don't think that upset him? How many years did he have issues with the offensive line, right, where he was getting crushed? I remember one year I think he broke his collarbone. They had a lot of offensive issues protecting him up front, and they weren't investing properly. You can talk to Green Bay fans about that about how foul right. they, they, the Packers did it from a front office standpoint, not giving Aaron Rodgers the type of weapons that he needed to truly be successful, right, or be even better than what he was, or what he already is, you know what I mean, as far as the results. So I think that that's just a different different relationship and a different stuff. What I will say is this. Again, if you look at a lot of the indicators that we have here, it's looking like a deal's already done. From Trey Wingo, running his closest guys to him, saying the deal's done. There's a lot of guys that are signing here that wouldn't sign here, I would believe, unless the deal was done, right? You got players talking about all this stuff, talking about I just, I feel at this point, it's not official, and I'll keep operating in that space. It's not official. But the deal, to me, looks like it's done, and there are guys that are going to continue to file in here. OBJ would not sign up for Zach Wilson to be his quarterback, not after having Matthew Stafford and better quarterbacks dealt with baker mayfield why do you want to deal with somebody that's even worse he's not going to do that so i want to get your thoughts on this though man because we talking about aaron Rodgers for quite a bit when you look at alan lazard man what do you believe that he brings to the table to help enhance this new york jets offense
6: um of course he's a he's a bigger target his production is a little underwhelming and this is my issue like he He had, like, a couple, I think, 40 receiving yards, 40 catch years uh, Mm -hmm. for this prior catch year. Um, My issue is if Aaron signs, I think he's a good signing. If Aaron doesn't sign, I don't know. Um, What's left on the market compared to that, I think it's good. Um, I don't think there was many, much things on the market that, that was much better. Um, I did want uh, Darren Wallace, um, but he is a tight end, but I did want him. Um, <clears throat> but compared to what's on the market, unless you think OBJ, oh, uh, you know, Odell Beckham is a good signing. Um, I think it was a good for what's on the market. Um, four <clears throat> years, $44 million. the $22 million guarantee is the part I'm happy with because you know that might spell out if he's not if Aaron doesn't return next year and we have a quarterback and he's not the best for that quarterback, we can get rid of him relatively soon. So that's the best part of the, part of the whole deal to me. Only twenty two million guaranteed. That's the best part of the deal. Can he help? Is he better than um? Uh, what is this guy's name, man? I'm forgetting names already. Uh,
1: guys that are already here. Are you talking about Corey
6: Davis? Corey, is he better than Corey Davis? To me, he's better than Corey Davis. And mm-hmm. if, if you believe what I say, that we were a, a healthy third-string quarterback away from the playoffs and we just got better than Corey Davis, and we might get Aaron Rodgers, I think that spells a pretty dangerous team. I think we were a dangerous team before Aaron Rodgers. With mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, we're an even more dangerous team. And with a healthy uh, Brees Hall, if Brees Hall can stay healthy, Nobody really wants to see us, in my opinion. else? Mm-hmm. If our offensive of line, if we get that center situated, we got we got two guards. Yep, we got two guards. We got two tackles. We might draft one in the draft. If we get that center situated, if Brees Hall could be on a you know relative snap count throughout the season and goes into the playoffs healthy, nobody wants to see us. Nobody wants to see Brees Hall and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Garrett Wilson. Nobody wants to yeah. see that. The Bills are torn yeah. apart. Of course, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. There's some magic, mystical thing about them. But if we can figure the Chiefs out, nobody wants to see us. I'm talking about NFC, yeah. AFC, and I'm not talking crap. I'm literally – look at this team with – sorry, I've got to say sorry before I say Look at this team with Jamarcus Russell. Look what we did been with
0: Marcus Russell, bro. You know what I'm
6: saying? <laughs> so this team is dangerous. You know what I mean? So yeah. nobody wants to see us. I'm telling you, I've been talking about this for a little while now. We have, Joe Douglas is a beast.
2: I hope Nathaniel Hackett
6: mm-hmm. is a beast. And I hope we get Aaron Rodgers. Nobody wants to see us. This roster yeah. is too good for to say, oh, that's just the Jets. It's not just the Jets anymore. We did that. Oh, come on,
0: so. Yeah,
6: I mean, I
1: mean, listen, and this is what I talk about as well, is that great quarterback play will just, I'm telling you, it's going to push this, this offense to a new level. And you talked about that, Brees Hall, and again, we'll see what happens, you know, when he's going to be able to come back, he's still going to, you know be rehabbing and stuff like that. We'll see what part of the season he comes back or if he's going to even be back to start the season. But again, even without Brees Hall, Michael Carter, there's also some movement that could possibly happen in our running back situation. There's a lot of people talking about uh, Williams, Jamal Williams that's out there as well. He is a guy that the New York Jets could be interested in. We'll see what happens going forward with him. But but the New York Jets running game, I believe, is going to take a step forward regardless anyway because now you can't just load the box. You can't just stack the box like you did against Zach Wilson and go, okay, well, we'll just, we'll stuff all the running lanes and then that's it. No, because if you do that, Aaron Rodgers or, you know, what what it looks like Aaron Rodgers, again, I know it's not official. Everybody's in my DM screaming it's not official, Joe. If it's official, Aaron Rodgers is the guy. Well, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and just route you up. He'll audible out of that. He knows exactly how to get out of it. And then you're going to get cooked on the back end. You're going to have a 60-yard touchdown by Garrett Wilson, or Elijah Moore is going to take it to the house, or uh, you know that boy uh, Lazard is going to go up and get it, and we're going to move the change yet again. So <laughs> this is this is what this is what this type of quarterback play is going to bring, where it's going to open up running lanes now because teams are going to have to now defend us a different way. You have to think about both of our phases, both of our threats, running game and passing game now. So I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I know it's not official, but this is a great thing for the New York Jets. And like you said as well, the our running game, man, we're going to be so physical this upcoming year, running the football, back to our old ways, back to our true identity. It's going to be amazing. But I want to go to the defensive side of the ball for you, man. Right. Quincy Williams has resigned with the New York Jets. He's got a three-year, $18 million deal. What are your thoughts about the Jets bringing him back, Ben? Is this a move that you approve of?
6: Exactly what I wanted. I didn't think we were then that, first and foremost. Quincy played so well that he's getting notoriety across the league already. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I wanted Quam I want back. And the reason I want them back is not just for their talent. It's that, you know, I pay attention to everything in the macro. So um, I noticed that this defense, it takes time to learn. It's, like, different from most, way, most ways linebackers play defense, mm-hmm. right? The way yeah. they read and react is very different. Um, I <laughs> hate to bring up this name, but it's almost the way Jamal Adams used to read and react to defenses. When he was on mm-hmm. our team and free to do it, I don't know what happened to him in Seattle. So that's why I I I still want Quan back, and I'm happy Quincy is back as well. Um, And then we just gotta get Quan back. Um, You know, I I I don't want to lose some defensive tackles, but I'm just I just want Quan back now. I I really think Quan is necessary. Yeah, uh, well,
1: yeah, I I think he is as well, man. I I can't wait to you know I I hope Quan comes back too. But there's a lot of things moving and shaking as well, and we'll see what happens. You know, I'm hoping we grab him, but if we can't, maybe we take a guy in the draft and uh, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's a guy at, at, that could end up starting for us as well. Now, also, we made some other resignings too. We brought back Greg Zerline, man. How are you feeling about that? A lot of people get lost when we talk about special teams, especially when we talk about kicker. A lot of people get lost, and now the New York Jets finally have a guy that's going to stick around, did a solid job for us. How are you feeling about the Jets being able to bring him back on a one-year deal, up to three point five million?
6: The best thing about re-upping on that on that on that kicker, man. He already been through the mental uh, hurdles of being a New York Jet. Mm-hmm. I think being a kicker, I think part of that has something to do with it. I think it happened to uh, Nick Folk. Remember, Nick Folk was like decent on the Jets,
0: mm-hmm.
6: went to the Cowboys yep. and became a freaking Pro Bowler, like you know. There's something about that mm-hmm. mental hurdle. So now that he's, this is his second year, he did decent in his first year. I think he was in some pressure situations last year. If I go through the games, I'm pretty sure I can find some of them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. But now we're going to be in some probably some pressure situations, which is typically is with the Jets. By the time we get to the playoffs, I think he's going to be a little bit used to it. Uh, we just need that, that puncher. I don't know what happened to Braden Man. He was like punk god in the friggin' in college. I don't know what happened to that guy. Um, <laughs> so we just need to, him. I don't know, man. I'm telling you. I don't know. Braden Man was punk god in college, bro. I remember we drafted him mm-hmm. like fifth round, right? We don't, yeah. you don't draft puppies. So, um, I don't know what happened to that guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm not a GM, but I always say if the GM part of your job is not just getting talent for the Jets, but getting somebody who is mentally tough, I like him mm-hmm. for that reason. Aaron is mentally tough, and part of if the, the optimistic side of this for me is, I think Aaron is doing this to put a middle finger up to the media. I think it's mm. a part of you cannot control me like you've done every other New York Jet quarterback. I'm, gonna, I'm going to shoot you in public. I'm a disrespectful mm-hmm. public. Of course, class, mm-hmm. in a classy way. You know what I mean? But you can't treat me that way. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of what he's doing. And and the that's the
1: thing I, keep, I go back and forth with a lot of Jets fans. He's made it very clear his issues with the media. He's talked about it publicly. He's talked about how he doesn't like narratives that have been set by a lot of people with him within the media. He's talked about this, right? And, again, when you look at the way he conducts himself, and he'll be on the Pat McAfee show, I believe, tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Maybe we get an announcement there. We'll see. But he's made it very clear with his dealings and everything that he does that he's going to do it Aaron Rodgers' way. And he don't like the media right? He'll deal with it. He'll deal with you. He'll be respectful. But he has certain guys that he trusts, certain guys that he feels are in his circle, certain guys that he deals with on a level, and that's it. A lot of the stuff that we've seen and heard from Aaron Rodgers as far as leaks, or not even leaks, but breaks and the way that he thinks has come from him sitting down with Pat McAfee, to be completely honest. Right? A lot of the other stuff that we've heard was from people that are close within his circle. So He's gonna deal with the, how he's gonna deal with it. And like you said, listen, he Aaron Rodgers is very much I'm gonna do it my way. So we'll see what happens going forward. I hope it gets announced soon. But so when you look at this situation, man, right? We're talking about free agency, all the things that are moving and shaking. Give me your. Th- what is the craziest thing that you think you've seen so far in free agency this time, this period recently? What is the craziest deal you think you've seen? a free agent signed so far.
6: Um, I will say that um the trade for um Ramsey did catch my attention. Um Mm -hmm. I mean I know people say he kinda fell off. I'm just tired of Mm -hmm. the Dolphins. It's like they have non stop ammunition, bro. You get (laughs) you get um you get Tyreek last year, you lose a draft pick, and still end up with John Ransley people like, you have yep. nonstop ammunition, bro. You know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the quarterback being, you know, um, having that issue with, 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 with you know, brain, with the concussions, mm-hmm. he would be going far in the playoffs already. You know what yep. I mean? They are yep. non stop I mean, it's, Maybe it's just nice weather and everybody's like, you know, let's trade our best players to them. They deserve a break.
3: I don't know what mm-hmm. it is.
6: You know what I mean? And um to that and I did really, really want Darren Waller. Um, you know, Joe Douglas got me a little hype because he see when they asked him about what they what he sees in the draft, he said the offensive mm-hmm. line is sticking out and the tight ends are sticking out. Um, I like yeah. our tight ends, but I want a tight end that is a real receiver. Of course, he has to block because in this system, you have to block. If they can find someone that's really nice for Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the field. This offense but, is, is, you know.
1: Here, here's the thing, and I hear I hear people talking about that, right? Our tight end position. And I feel like we do have guys that are real receivers. I think C.J. Uzama is a real receiving threat. If you look at the the last year that he was in Cincy with the Bengals, he was he had a great year, his final year there. And then he came here in a free agency. And I think Tyler Conklin, you look at what he's been able to do. He literally is one of the guys that kind of a linchpin within the offense. He was a guy that was catching a lot of footballs this year as well. I think the issue with the New York Jets offense was, and it could just be Michael LaFleur Maybe the way that Michael Floor called the game, and we talked about this as the year continued to go on, was that he wasn't utilizing our tight ends correctly, right? We talked about in the red zone how our tight ends should get more targets. They're big body guys. They should be going up and getting the football, and they weren't. Right, C.J. Uzama, when they finally did target him, I mean, you look at the the big uh, play that he was able to make against the Lions, right? Where he was able to leak out, run around, get open, he was wide open, actually caught a touchdown in that football game. So I, I think is that our usage could possibly also change with Nathaniel Hackett being here. I think our tight ends will be more of uh, of, a, of a weapon, more weaponized within this upcoming. Uh, season in Nathaniel Hackett's offense, and they probably were within Lafleur's offense because I understand the tight ends are sticking out in 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 um in the draft, and there's there's some guys that are really good, but my goodness, we got three here, and a lot of people talk about CJ Uzama and Tyler Conklin, and completely forget we got Jeremy Record, who's one of the best tight ends yeah. in the in the last draft, right? He was the guy that people were like, "Whoa, the Jets got him." You know, there was him, it was likely it was the other guys as well in that draft. So this could be record year two. We got three tight ends, three. Got to figure out how to utilize one of those guys, because if you don't, then what exactly are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, but I hear you. We'll see what happens going forward with that. But I think the New York Jets probably are going to target offensive line. Probably that tackle, maybe Mm -hmm. guard position as well. Going forward. Go ahead. No,
6: no, no. I was saying that, too. Of course, you know, depending on what we give up for Aaron Rodgers, you know, for a second round, we can get some offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for mm-hmm. I'm looking for that Darren Waller. I'm looking for that athlete at tight end um, mm-hmm. because you know what what are we basing this off? San Francisco, you know what I mean. Yeah. and you know San yeah. Francisco was, was was highly based off the you know that tight end. I'm, you know I'm just sure get names, but it was highly based off you know the tight end being that athlete um, that takes advantage of uh, you know playing the run too heavy and setting up. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's – our our offense and defense is weird. Our offense and defense Mm -hmm. is weird where it's based off – our defense is almost based off the linebackers, and our offense is almost based off the running back and tight end. It's weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, That's why Mm -hmm. I think those positions are are very valuable in these these offenses and defenses. And I think if we Mm can get that guy – that plays along those lines, you know, a great athlete that can block as well, we'll take advantage and and get some easy touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think Rucker could be that guy because he's not the fastest, but he's huge and fast Mm -hmm. on his size. Almost like a Gronkowski, a little bit. You know, not not a great, great athlete like Gronkowski, but big. Um, So if we don't draft, but we give Rucker some more chances, excellent. But
3: I would love. Yeah. A Darren Waller type guy, I would love it.
6: No, listen,
1: I, I listen. Waller is off the charts good, but I mean, we got we already got these three guys, man, and I think that mm-hmm. DJ Uzama could be that good. I really do. I, he's a great tight end. I just think there's a lack of opportunities. I really believe that. And you go back in last season, you'll see it from the numbers. It's a lack of opportunities. Now, before I let you go, man, right. because you've been bringing the heat, Mike White is now a Miami Dolphin. How are you feeling about that, man?
6: It's it's so weird. The AFC East is so weird, man. <laughs> I don't get, like,
0: for the last,
6: what, 20 years, the, the Patriots have been the top of this league, the top of this uh, conference, this division, mm-hmm. and the Jets have showed it. We tried to get their players, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, everything, we did everything based off the Patriots, Bill Belichick, Brady. That's for some reason, mm-hmm. the Bills and Dolphins do everything based off of us. I don't get it, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? you yeah. are signing Mike White. Like, not that Mike White isn't a good backup. But it's, it's like, yo, what you know about the Jets, how they play Like, Tell me something about how they play their defense. In fact, like they're trying to get secrets off of Mike White now. You know what I mean? And they did it mm-hmm. last year with um, – the Bills did it last year. I forgot who they got. It. They got a, um, a, a, a wide receiver. And I was hoping to do that this year. Um, We're getting one of their safeties for the Bills as mm-hmm. well, too. But it's like their fans talk trash to us. Dolphins be coming into the, into the chat room talking trash. I'm like, who are we to even be worried about when you're coming in the chat room
3: talking trash to the Jets? Like, we do Man. talk to
6: Dolphins chat rooms, like, we out of revenge maybe, but, like, we Mm -hmm. really don't care about them. We're talking about the Patriots. We always just like the Patriots. Some reason you guys are like, we've got to stop the Jets, because once they get on, it's 20 championships, I guess. I I don't get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I did not expect Mike White to go to the Dolphins. Like, wow. You know, okay, he's a good quarterback. Yeah.
1: No, listen, I hear you. So, before I let you go, Give me a guy that's still out there that you want to see the New York Jets target in free agency.
6: I keep hearing um, CJ Gardner Johnson. Um, uh, yeah, okay. he's versatile. He play play free safety. Um, mm-hmm. if, honestly, if they just got him and Aaron Rodgers and close the book, I would I'd be fine with it you just go to the draft. Okay, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. They spend their last budget okay. money on it. I don't need nobody else really that big. If we get a good safety. We don't got to mm-hmm. go to the draft. We can, you know, if we lose that pick, that might have been to the safety. It's a good pickup. So, and Joe Douglas is familiar with the, the Eagles. He's probably still watching them. So I think that's the perfect pickup for us. You know, yeah. I, that's what I keep hearing. You know. um, hopefully yeah. hopefully that will be pick pickup.
1: Yeah, hopefully it will, man. We'll see what happens going forward. Listen, Dwayne, I want to thank you for calling in. You brought the fire today. You have yourself a good night, my friend.
6: All right, man. Great show, Joe.
1: Take care. Thank you so much. Salute. You have a good one. Listen, Dwayne bringing some heat, man. We got some heat callers. it has been a fire show. I'm going to go to the Savages because everybody's going back and forth, man, and I want to get into the scrum. I got I to gotta get in there and throw some punches as well. A lot of people talking about the New York Jets tight end situation. Um talking about how Mercedes Lewis is one of the guys that's on the wish list for the – or for – From Aaron Rodgers, according to reports, for the New York Jets. Uh, Salutes again to everybody that's in there. Jay Johnson, my guy, talking. Look, I know Mercedes Lewis is on that list. Uh, We'll see if the New York Jets add him again. We got a lot of tight ends already, Uh, but Mercedes Lewis. A lot of Jets fans were like, "What are you doing, Mercedes Lewis?" Mercedes Lewis is a solid tight end in this league, and a lot of the things that he does from the tight end position isn't talked about enough. It doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Mercedes Lewis. With, the, uh, with his run blocking, the way he gets down as a tight end, the way he can run routes as well, he can get open. Mercedes Lewis is solid, okay? Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say, like, he's Travis Kelsey, but he can come in and do a solid job if the Jets decide to sign him, which, again, we'll see. We're really locked up at that tight end position. I don't know if we're going to carry four tight ends. And, again, with Ruckert being here and Uzama and, you know, Conklin, who's really contributed this year as well, I don't know. Okay, maybe we don't get all of those guys on the wish list, but we get a couple of those guys. Like, again, Lazard. Lazard is one of those guys. Okay, salutes to Tim Collectibles. Good to see you in here. He says, uh, (laughs) Randall Cobb, uh, Lazard, and Lewis, no thanks. Lazard's already here, baby. (laughs) Okay, four years, all right, 44 million. He's already here, all right? So we'll see, all right? We'll see what happens and if they end up with Cobb. Now, Cobb is a very interesting name to be brought here as well because again we have Elijah Moore and Elijah Moore is a guy that we're hoping to really be put into a position this year within the offense and I think that that's why Braxton Barry moving on from Braxton Berrios was big because again Michael Floyd was constantly giving Braxton Berrios calls and plays that we all thought that Elijah Moore should be getting so with Randall if they decide to look at Randall Cobb you got to wonder how much is that going to impact Elijah Moore's snaps you know, is he going to get pushed back into the back? Because they kind of can do the same things, right? But, again, I don't think that that wish list means that all those guys have to be here on that wish list. I don't think that Joe Douglas would look at that and accept it. Because then, I mean, you're just letting Aaron Rodgers also manipulate your roster. <laughs> you already got some guys here that can do all these things that, you know, you need to do. But we'll see. Again, you can still bring Cobb in and he can do his thing. But you got to wonder. You know what I'm saying? You got to wonder. All right? Now as a you know, we continue on. Salute to all the savages going off, going back and forth, man. I love it. I love it. I know people still talking about the New York Jets offensive line. You know, again, we're gonna fix that, but we've got to see, you know, what happens and shakes out going forward. Signing offensive linemen, especially the top tier guys, it's gonna cost you a lot. It's gonna cost you a lot, you know. Salutes to Christopher Cancel savage in the chat Christopher cancel says it's a shame we messing up the wide receiver department we have the weapons why are we adding more I don't understand that Christopher and salutes to you again I understand that may be the way that you think but here's the deal you can never have enough weapons okay the New York Jets have had a abysmal offense for quite a long time okay and at one point, we didn't have as many weapons as we have now, right? We had Garrett Wilson. We got Garrett Wilson now. Elijah Moore, you know, Alan Lazard now. Corey Davis is probably gone. We got some guys here. And a lot of people aren't even talking about Denzel Mims, who could we could really see a resurgence in his career this upcoming year within this offense with a new quarterback. So having more weapons is not the problem, okay? Getting the right guys in here to push forward and continue on and take this, uh, help this offense ascend, that's what we need to be doing. And I believe that Joe Douglas has done that. Again, Lazard, to me, is a great signing. Here's a guy that's going to give you exactly what Corey Davis can give you. It's not better, and he's going to be healthy, and he's not going to drop footballs, which honestly makes his production better. Because of Corey Davis, and I love Corey Davis. Everybody knows that. all right. When things go wrong in my life, I give him a call. But we've had discussions about all those drops, and we've also had discussions about how Many times he keeps dropping footballs, okay? And the injuries, all right? So, you know, you got to look at that, man. You got to look at that. Salutes to everybody. Again, all the Savages in the chat. Jose Duran, good to see you in here as well. You know, Sergeant CV also says in the chat, salutes to him, Savage. He says, the window of opportunity is wide open. Bills on the decline. Dolphins have a messed up QB situation. Pats are a dumpster fire. Let's get this chip. Joe Douglas is setting himself up. He's setting himself up so that we can compete and
5: take the division.
1: That's what they want. If you want to go anywhere in this league, you have to be able to dominate your division. You have to be able to do that, right? And even before the Bills, and the Bills have lost some, some players, they'll be all right. Listen, the Bills are still a good football team. They're still a great football team, right? But we were on par in competing with them, before this, you know, all this stuff started happening in the offseason with them, we were ready to go. We were competing with them. Beat them earlier in the year. We lost the second one. So, and we were right there. So, uh, you know, it's our time. Of course, we got to compete. We got to beat these Patriots. The Dolphins are in a situation. They'll figure out their, their quarterback, you know, situation. We'll see. But again, they got a really good defense. They just added Ramsey to that defense as well. But we're on our way. And Joe Douglas is putting things together. He's putting things together, and we're seeing it. Jay Johnson, savage in the chat, says, you putting all your chips in the Brees Hall basket, or are you finding an alternative to start the season? It's a very interesting question, Jay, and it's a good question. Here's the deal. Brees Hall, again, we don't know where he's going to be as far as his rehab or how long he's going to be. There's already talk that, and there has been talk, that he probably is going to miss some games going into the season. I think the New York Jets are going to explore the running back position in free agency, and we will see. Salutes to callers, we'll get to you in a second. 732, other callers as well, be patient, we'll get to you in one second. I think the New York Jets are going to explore the running back position in free agency. I do. And I think they're going to see how things shake out. There's a lot of talk, again, about Jamal Williams, this guy possibly being a target for the New York Jets. Again, he has familiarity with, you know, that Green Bay stuff, what they do over there, right? Rogers, all those guys. So he could be a guy the Jets target. But to be completely honest, right, we got Bam Knight, who looked good this past season. We got Michael Carter as well, who looked good. If Brees Hall isn't back, we could roll with those guys, maybe add a veteran back, right, and see what happens. I would have no problem with the Jets continuing forward with those two backs until a Hall is back and in the fold. Because I think those guys can be solid as we continue to go forward. Once we figure out this offensive line situation, because, again, we'll see what happens with Mekhi Beckton, whether he's going to play left or right tackle. There's a lot to talk about when we talk about Dwayne Brown as well. It seems like he, in some fashion, is going to be part of the New York Jets' plan, at least for this upcoming season. Seller called him a rock star. Everybody's talking about it. Maybe he's a backup or is around. Who knows? Maybe he's a starter. Maybe they start Dwayne at left tackle and continue to start Mackay at right tackle. I don't know, right? But we'll see how that shakes out with the line. But again, I think our running game is going to return to dominance this upcoming season. And I think that, you know, the Jets will look around and see what they can, they can find. They're going to sniff around in free agency. But if not, Knight, Carter, you know, we'll see what happens going forward with Ty Johnson. I think they, if they can you know, go with those guys, if they can bring back guys, that's fine. I have no issues with that whatsoever. And, again, there's also the draft, too. Maybe the Jets take a, a running back late in the draft, you know? Again, depending on the capital that we have left in the draft. So, salutes to all establishes. We'll keep coming to you. We'll keep coming to you, all right? We'll keep coming to you. Salutes to everybody, all right? I got to get back to these lines. 515 515 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers, all right? Salutes to the savages. We'll come back to you in a second. I'm going to go to Tim, man. Tim, I'm coming directly to you. All right, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, this man, Tim, oh, he's a savage. Tim's a damn savage, man. Tim, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. I don't mean, you know, we got to go back and forth. We get into the Savages. Now we're coming directly to you, man. Listen, the New York Jets going back and forth. There's a lot of talk about this Aaron Rodgers stuff, right? Deal's not official. Mm -hmm. But it it Mm -hmm. looks pretty official to me. What do you think?
0: Well,
7: uh, I don't think we're, I mean, I don't think we're signing Lazard if it's not official. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, well. You yeah, know, there's an outside chance that that could be that could happen. I mean, Wizard was one of the good better free agents and we needed a Corey Davis replacement. I think that mm-hmm. we're going to get Rogers and my my take on this after watching a lot of the coverage this past week, you know, everybody's doing, you know, four or five hour live streams just waiting for the news to drop. And it, it's become <laughs> a little bit absurd, honestly. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I feel – I don't know if I, if other Jets fans feel this way, but I feel a certain kind of way about how this is all going down. I, I don't like – I was initially, ex- like, very excited to get Rodgers, and I still am excited to get him. But I mm-hmm. want the Jets, after 25 years of fandom, I want the Jets to win with a Jets identity. I don't want a Green Bay effing offense – with Aaron Rodgers just hijacking our defense to go to the Super Bowl. I don't want that. I, I want to see Aaron Rodgers Why? Well, because I Why? think he can do it with, with the receivers that we have. I don't think I don't uh, think we need Marce- Lewis. I don't mm-hmm. think we need Lazard. I don't think we need Cobb. Mm-hmm. I think I think we sign Odell Beckham to replace Corey Davis mm-hmm. and, that, and that's and mm-hmm. that's it. And then we
1: address all the, the other issues we need on lines and, and defensive
7: but backs then and
0: what,
1: whatnot. And I hear you, Tim. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. The New York Jets have not been to the playoffs in 12 years. We haven't won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl since the 60s, right? I am all about mm-hmm. hijacking. Dog, if you want to hijack and come on in here and do whatever you want to do, fine. You're going to win me a Super Bowl doing it that way? Hey, listen, you can hijack for the next four years if you want to. The New York Jets have tried, you. right? We have tried different ways, right? We, listen, we drafted Zach Wilson. We brought him in here. To this point, he has not worked out. He stinks, right? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and all these other guys have been on this team. This guy, just, just, Let's just say Aaron Rodgers and Lazard have been on the team last year. We would have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We would have been in the playoffs. I understand what yeah, to do it a certain way, and that's fine, but I don't care about that because we are in a window right now where this team, this defense at least, looks like a Super Bowl defense, hands down. Yep. We look like a yep. Super Bowl defense. This is the fourth-best overall defense, and single-handedly was the reason why the New York Jets were in games all season. From the Vikings game that we lost to all those other close games, those games aren't even close if the Jets' defense is not as phenomenal as it is because the offense stunk. That's offense true. stunk. The, yeah. the defense was so good. <laughs> the defense was so good this season – that we had a chance to make the playoffs and lost six games straight and couldn't do it, didn't score a touchdown yeah. in the last three games. That's how good the defense was. And our offense was terrible, terrible.
7: All right, so, you, so, so you're just right? over it. You're like, you're like whatever it, it takes, basically.
1: Man, listen, point. I realize, just like every other Jet, Jet fan should realize, when you have a window, when you have a window to, to win, when you have a window to ascend, to step forward, you better take every last opportunity that you can to make sure you come out of that window with something. I'm going to go back to this. Do you remember those two years of Rex Ryan, those AFC championship runs? Oh, we were on a high, weren't we? It was exciting. Yeah, yeah the kids are ready to go. We haven't made yeah. a damn playoff since then, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And it's been miserable from
7: and, we, and
1: we to Adam we had the same to We had the
7: same issue. We had the same issue back yeah. then, is that we didn't have, we didn't have a quarterback.
5: Well, we had a good defense. We had
7: a, we had a game manager, but we didn't have a Super yeah. Bowl-winning quarterback. Now, that's not what I'm saying, Joe. It's not that I disagree with you, because I don't in any way. No, go ahead. But what, I'm saying, yeah. but what I'm saying is, like, if you take a look at when Peyton Manning went to Denver, like, there wasn't this mm-hmm. laundry list of guys that were required to go with him. I mean, you would think $100 mm-hmm. million should be enough. I just, want, I just don't want to see Reggie Cobb and Alan Lazard replace Gary Randall. Wilson and more.
0: Hmm?
1: What did I say? Reggie? But that.
0: Oh,
7: shoot. Yeah, you said Reggie. Reggie. Is it's Randall.
0: <laughs> watch, your, watch your
1: language. Watch your language. It's a family show. Don't oh, shoot, shoot. Here's shoot. the deal. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, here's the deal. It's okay. Here's the deal. Damn, but I don't think that all of – and this is just me talking. This is my opinion. Maybe Joe Douglas is going to try to find some way to fit all of those guys on the roster. But I don't think all of those guys realistically are going to be here. Especially, like, Mm Mercedes Lewis, even though I like him, and I think he's solid, we already got three tight ends. We're going to carry four? Are you going to get rid of Rutgers? Like, I don't don't think he's going to do that, right? And, again, we're talking about Elijah Moore. I'm going to throw this out there. There's a lot of talk swirling around that Elijah Moore could possibly be part of the trade. He could be a guy that we're Mm -hmm. actually sending to Green Bay. There's been rumors. I'm not saying that's official. Don't hit my DM, Sam. No, no.
5: I won't.
1: I, I won't. But I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I, there was talk, right? And again, you got to keep in mind he was also a guy that requested a trade too. I don't want to see Elijah right. Moore gone, but I don't think that they're going to force fit Randall Cobb on this roster either, right? And even if right. Cobb is on this roster, that doesn't mean that Elijah Moore has to get less snaps because Elijah Moore is a guy that we're hoping to get more. That he's unbelievably talented, but wasn't given opportunities. Within the offensive game plan, and I don't think it was necessarily just on Michael Floor, Our quarterback situation was awful too, because there were times he was yeah. wide open and nobody was finding him the football. Corey Davis is as good as gone. I love Corey Davis, but he can't stay healthy, yeah. and when he is healthy, damn it, he can't catch. You're, no, it's <laughs> look, a, look it's so, a,
7: no, no, all that, so all that's moves, a good I point, and I think, the, go ahead. I think the distinction, I think the distinction that is a good distinction to make in this conversation between you and I in terms of how I feel versus how you feel is that we both agree that we should do at this point whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. Now what I'm hoping as a result, let's say he does have to bring his laundry list, what I'm hoping is like you said that maybe we can just plant these veterans on the roster, it makes Aaron more comfortable plug them in mm-hmm. in a couple, you know, situations where Aaron feels it's necessary but beyond that, just stick with the game plan with our young guys and try to, you know, because I think I think Aaron is underestimating what we have here. I mean, we have a team that's San's quarterback, pretty much ready to go on a run. So I don't, you know, I don't, I, we don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, go ahead. I mean, you, you, I don't maybe think you, know.
1: you think we need Wazard more than I do. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I do. I, I think I thought yeah, that yeah. I didn't think yeah. that Alan Wazard was going to come here. To be completely honest, and I, I talked about that. I like oh, okay. Alan Lazard, but I just didn't think he was going to come here because I just didn't think he was going to come here. I thought he would go to another team. But I'm over the moon about Lazard signing here. But I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is underestimating what we have here. And let me tell you why. He's only requested, mm-hmm. what, four guys, right? Mercedes Lewis, who yeah. I honestly is a solid tight end, but more like a role-playing tight end. He's not Travis Kelsey. Uh, Cobb, right? Uh, he talked about Odell Beckham Jr., which, I mean, everybody's talking about Odell Beckham Jr. You're the fans talk about Odell Beckham Jr. being here. And Alan Lazard, who he signed, he didn't ask for a whole defense. If you go back and look at a lot of the interviews that he did, especially when we did a scrimmage with him, he talked about how good the New York Jets were. He's talked mm-hmm. about our players before, Garrett Wilson, all those guys. He's talked about our defense being good. If, if he was underestimating, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't even be interested in being here. It's not like he acts to fix the entire defense, right? The wish list, according to reports, only got four guys on it. So it's like, I think it's more, I think the wish list, and again, it's it's just reports, more about familiarity. But you also got to keep in mind that Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator. All those Mm -hmm. guys have familiarity with his system and what he does. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's not asking for something for, I mean, outside they of They can OBJ. help the
7: older, you know, if they bring in, yeah, if you think about it this way, Joe, if they if mm-hmm. they bring in, if you think about it this way, which I wasn't thinking about it before from this perspective,
0: yeah.
7: that's a good mm-hmm. point is that they know the system. So let's say you bring in yeah. Mercedes Lewis, mm-hmm. then you got a veteran mm-hmm. to teach all the other tight ends, the, the game plan. Yeah. Same th- same yeah. thing with Cobb and Lazard to teach the, young, the younger yeah. guys. A- and they can also mm-hmm. teach them, the little idiosyncrasies about Aaron Rodgers, because you know Aaron Rodgers is like a master mastermind on the line. He's always trying to fool exactly. people into offsides. He's always trying to draw penalties out of people. And so mm-hmm. his teammates, they all know his little ticks and all that. So so maybe they could teach mm-hmm. our team that a little bit too. I mean, and look, man, to, I just I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for
1: the best. Yeah, yeah. I'm and hoping we hear by tomorrow morning team.
7: he's signed. You know.
1: Yeah, it hints again to why Jamal Adams, Jamal Williams, excuse me, is another guy that people are talking about coming here. There's a reason, linked to Green Bay, linked to Aaron Rodgers, right? So, like you said yeah. as well, and I hope again he'll be on the Pat McAfee show, 1 p.m. Eastern, I believe, and we'll see because Aaron Rodgers is doing things his way, and this is what I want to get to you get to get to you uh, with about as well. There. And we, You've listened to the show tonight. There have been fans that have come on and talked about the way that Aaron Rodgers deals with the media and how he doesn't like Mm it, right? He doesn't like the Mm -hmm. media. What are your thoughts on the way that he deals with the media? And do you think the way that he deals with the media will be accepted here? Because there's a lot of Jets fans that are like, listen, it's not going to work here. He's not going to be able to get things done. How do you feel about that? Don't you feel like if he's winning, none of that matters?
7: I think that he'll be fine. Um, I think his intellect far exceeds anything that he's going to face in terms of the media mm-hmm. in New York. I don't, I don't think he's worried about it. I'm not worried about him with it. Um, the whole approach that people are drawing this opinion on, which is from this whole uh, last few weeks where we've kind of been waiting on his darkness retreat and his decision, mm-hmm. people, jo- people always joking about the ayahuasca. Look, you have to understand, this is a 40-year-old man who's going through about – he's about to enter the, the next chapter of his life. For, the, mm-hmm. for his entire life, he has done nothing but football and be a jock. And for the last couple of years, he's trying to explore who he is as a person. I think as – I'm a 40-year-old. I've gone through it. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know have mm-hmm. gone through it. It's something that you have to think about when you're transitioning. And so him being that way does not bother me in the least. At the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy – that you could feel however you want to feel about him in the media, but he's not the guy who's going to get up to the podium and say, I, I, I didn't let my team down today, if he doesn't score any points. Mm. He's the kind of guy that will go yeah. up there and say, this was 100% my fault. I play like shit. Shoot. Play like shit. Oh, oh, come so, on.
1: Tim.
3: Shoot.
7: Go ahead. So, mm-hmm. so. You know, I I think, honestly, I think he's a level above. I just, honestly, I don't think it's going to affect him whatsoever. As a matter of fact, I think this whole last few weeks has just been a giant troll by him to a guy who's in a position to do that because he knows, he's like, Mm -hmm. when is the next guy going to be in a position to sign a $100 million contract who's in the position that I'm in where none of the NFL insiders truly know what I'm going to do? Of course, he's going to maximize that exposure, which he's done. um, And that's going to that's going to translate into dollars. He's going to get paid more mm-hmm. as a result of, of him waiting around. So yeah, he's a smart businessman. I don't think he'll have any problem with the media in New York. I think this was all just mm-hmm. a, a very intelligent way to approach him getting his retirement deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll, that's,
7: we'll, that's kind of we'll how see, I see I it. T- you know, I'm not too concerned. I'll tell the,
1: you what your question. Listen, when he comes here, if again, it's not official, but when it happens, and if he get those W's on the field, he'll be loved forever. All right? He'll oh, be yeah. loved forever if he can get it done. So before I let you go, Tim, you know, give me your thoughts about the New York Jets re-signing Quincy Williams. How do you feel about that? I love it. I love it.
7: I feel like he played well enough to be on the team, and I think he makes his brother play better, and I think his brother makes him play better. And I think them being okay. together is a great thing. I like, I like them together. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe he's not the best guy possible i don't i don't really know because mm-hmm. i haven't done a huge analysis on him but from what i've seen i mean he's a solid player
1: i like him okay. he's got that he's yeah, got that listen. dog in him so yeah listen to him i want to thank you for calling in you have yourself a good night my friend you too man always pleasure all right absolutely have a good one we're going to keep getting to these lines again five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five 602 is the number. Call in. New callers, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Also, keep in mind, there's no cursing on my show, okay? It's a family show, all right? Don't get crazy, all right? You got young people that listen to me? It's a family show. I don't want to have – I've hung up on people in the past. I don't want to do it, especially we're so excited right now. But I will. Be careful with your language, okay? Please. No cursing on my show. It's a family show, all right, because I'll get you out of here. I'm telling you, fast. I'll get you out of fast. Faster than we get Mike McCackney out of here. (laughs) Talking fast. That was fast, man. We got him out of here fast. Not fast enough. I can't believe that the Johnsons gave him a free agency and the draft before they got rid of him. Can you imagine how much further along the New York Jets could be if they allowed Joe Douglas to have that free agency in draft. Whew, we are in such different times. We're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Salutes to Dino in the chat. Savage. Dino says, uh, should we sign Jamal Williams? It's an interesting take. I've talked about it. He's a guy that I think the New York Jets should be interested in. Depends on how much he's asking for. You also got to look at the situation with Brees Hall as well. Coming back from that injury, we'll figure out what's going, what's happening going forward with him, but he's a guy that should absolutely be on the Jets' radar. So we're going back to these lines again, 515 602 515 is the number. Call in. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to my channel as well if you have not already. You know what I'm saying? You want to give to the stream, the Cash App is there uh, at the bottom of the screen. Super Chat is up at the top. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Next! We're going to my guy, BK, man. We're coming directly to BK. I need to talk to BK. For those of you that do not know, that boy BK,
0: he's a savage. Up?
1: Listen, BK. What's up? Salutes to you, my friend. What's going all on? Night. Listen, we've been talking all night. Go Aaron Rodgers sends, according to reports, sends the New York Jets a wish list of players. What are your thoughts on this Aaron Rodgers situation? What are your thoughts on this wish list, man?
5: Yeah, you know, I mean, he's not going to get all those players. I mean, I don't think it would make a whole lot of sense personally because we do have a lot of good players here are already in position. Uh, but with the, with the receiver that we got from Green Bay, he's solid, man. So I'm, I'm definitely thumbs up on that one. But we'll see. Mercedes, the, the, the tight end, I do like the tight end, but we've mm-hmm. only got a roster of three tight ends already. So at this point, yep. You got you got the receiver. Let's come on. Let's go, man. It's just, it's, it's, that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I, and that's what I said. I don't know if we're going to fit all those guys in this roster. Randall Cobb
5: would be another not.
1: interesting pickup. I
5: mean, we did, of, um, we did
1: just get rid of, we did just get rid of Braxton Berrios, but we'll see uh-huh. what happens going forward. But again, I think we got Elijah Moore. We got Garrett Wilson. We got Alan Lazard. Uh-huh. You know, Denzel right. Mims as well. We'll see what happens uh-huh. going forward. But I'm telling you, things are looking good. But this Aaron Rodgers yeah. trade has not been made official yet, man. There's been a lot of people talking what? about it. Trey Wingo has come out and said it's done. What are your thoughts about how that's playing out? Are you frustrated with it as a Jets fan? Are you upset that it hasn't been made official yet? How are you feeling?
5: To be honest with you, I wasn't following as much, man. I had a situation with my family from my past, so I wasn't oh, following it. Oh, I hope everything's all right. I... Yeah, man. So I just started following it. Um, uh, three days ago, to be honest with you. And um, but I I kind of knew it was going to go this way, uh, because I figured though, you know, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is in his last, like the guy just said a minute ago who was on the line, he's in his last year as a as a player. So, you know, it, it's okay. I'm okay with it, long as we get, long as we get it done within the next uh, few days. <laughs> you know, I'm okay
0: with mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, again, he's going to be on the Pat McAfee show, so we'll see if he announces yeah. it there now. You look at the situation, man. Lazard is here now. Do you think the New Mm -hmm. York Jets
5: end up cutting Corey Davis? Yes, I think they should. I mean, the thing about it is that you only got a solid slot receiver in Elijah Moore, and he's shorthanded. We all know that Corey Davis Mm -hmm. is not shorthanded. You know, Lazard, I mean, he's a big receiver, too. He's like 6'5". He's a big guy. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, you get a chance to play, you know, your your passing game opens up even more with him in the lineup, along with Guy Wilson and Elijah Moore. So, yeah, I would definitely would – Corey Davis, if they, if they can, let him go. And so, uh, you know, Alan Lazard with uh, Gary Wilson. Do you have – otherwise, we want to swap. And then possibly another receiver as well. We're going to need a letter, the fourth receiver as well. So, we're going to see how that works out.
0: Okay.
5: What are your thoughts about Quincy Williams being re-signed? So, I like that he got re-signed. I mean, he's a solid linebacker. Um, he's a solid linebacker, that he, and he has – he does have flaws in his game, I and mean, he's like, great in pass coverage. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. like him as a linebacker. I think he plays well within that system. He plays well with his brother. But I do want another linebacker outside of him to play alongside. Um. Uh. You know. Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the name? The 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 main the main linebacker. But but uh, CJ Mosley. CJ um, Mosley. He's a yeah. I, I like another linebacker to to pair with him. I do like another linebacker, but I want to see another linebacker who has a little bit a little bit bigger to take on guards and that can pa- and that can you know, also play the pass and downs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, my final question before I let you go, BK, you've been bringing the heat, man.
0: What do you mm-hmm. think
1: is uh, the best move that you've seen in free agency so far?
5: The best move. So probably the, the safety, maybe the safety. I want to say the safety position because I think we were mm-hmm. real limited in that position uh, throughout the season. Um, that's the best move. I mean, re-signing Quincy was Quincy. Quincy is also a good move as well. But I think getting a, a safety in there, we're going to actually probably need another safety as well. But getting that safety there, I'm happy with that move. I am. Okay. Okay. Listen, BK.
1: Yeah, I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good night.
5: Yes, sir. You too, brother. All right. Salutes to him. We're
1: going to keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Mike. Mike, I'm coming directly to you. 845, my guy Mike is on the line. Salutes to you, Mike. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, give me your thoughts about the situation with Aaron Rodgers, man. We just signed Alan Lazard. How are you feeling about it?
2: Pretty good. It looks like it's, uh, like it's going to happen. Um, of course, being a Jet fan, you, you you're always looking for the other other a shoe to drop, but I got to think, especially yeah. with the softening of the wide receiver today, that they're uh, they're forging forward and uh, good things are good things are coming. And I'll tell you, if they could, if the de- defense could hold serve, you know, in terms of last year's performance, which I think they'll get better. Mm-hmm. I think they were a lot of three and outs that were tired. We beef up the obviously the offensive line where that goes. without saying, but and we do a little bit better on special teams. I mean it's all going to come down to can, can Sala coach, you know, clock management under under, uh, under duress at difficult times, really, because I think the rest of the package is open there, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: So I'm excited, obviously. Yeah, I'm listen. excited, obviously. Yeah, I'm extremely excited as, things
0: as
1: well, but against. I want to get your thoughts. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, I'm just saying it, you know, uh, you know, being a Jet fan for so long, then I go back, and go back to actually the, the Mud Bowl and, you know, Gastineau, uh with the late hit. Uh, in Cleveland and, you know, uh, the Dennis mm-hmm. bird stuff, unfortunately, and just all the stuff that, that went on. It's, it just seems like, you know, things are slowly, but surely getting better. And, uh, I just want them to stay off the, uh, the only news I want them to make is, uh, on the, on the back page from winning games, you know, just keep it quiet and just, just get it done, yeah.
1: you know? Yeah, speaking of getting it done, there's a lot of people upset that this deal with Aaron Rodgers, the announcement, is lingering on, right? He hasn't said anything, or at least the media, the mainstream media, knows nothing. What are your thoughts about the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing this situation? And how are you feeling about his connection with the media? A lot of Jets fans, and we've had some on tonight, feel that he won't be able to survive
2: here because of the way he deals with the media. What are your thoughts on all that? Well, he'll definitely be able to survive. Will it be a rocky relationship? Probably. It's going to be different than, uh, although he's a national figure, it'll be different than uh, than Wisconsin. I think it'll be, uh, uh, excuse me, yeah, Green Bay, and I think it'll be Mm -hmm. much more amped up. Um, I do have some concerns about how is he going to relate to, you know, it's a young team. How they going to relate? How is he going to relate to the younger guys? I mean, you know, you got a guy Garrett Wilson, uh, Sauce Gardner. They're brash guys, but they back it up. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the other guys, is he going to be able to bring like uh, Mims if he's still here or, or Elijah Manuel, you know, if he's still here at the start of the year, is he going to be able to,
1: more, yeah, a, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Is he
2: going to, uh, they're going to be able to, is he going to be able to coach him up so to speak, uh, you know, as a quarterback. So it'll be interesting. I, I do have some concerns about that really the media. I think he will handle that. Um, I think more about how he's going to handle uh, the younger guys on the team. Okay, for example, let's say it goes through tomorrow. Is he gonna be is he gonna be all in on OTAs, getting involved with everybody, getting to know everybody, yeah. getting to into into the city? All of that stuff's important, man. You know, it's not at mm-hmm. the end of the day yeah. it's what you do on the field. I get it. But a lot of that stuff, you know, leads into success on the field in my view.
1: Yeah. I think he will, um me personally, because I think he's also gotta get a feel for a lot of the newer guys, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you know, guys that he hasn't worked with before in the past. Um, I think he's gonna be a all in guy. You know, maybe not ot, but definitely, you know, Camp he's gonna have guys come out. And I think it's it's very interesting point when you talk about his ability to reach the younger players. If you look at a lot of the guys that are vying for him to come to the team, the younger guys, Brees Hall, Stoss Garner, Garrett Wilson, so all young guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those are know. all young guys, all of them. You know, again, Garrett Wilson and Sauce, offensive, defensive rookie of the year. And then you got Brees Hall, who looked like he would have been the offensive rookie of the year had he not gone those. are all young guys, and they all want him. And I think because it's because they understand greatness, the same way that guys were just enamored with Tom Brady, because they understand the greatness. They want to play with greatness. They want to win. They want Ws. And I think everybody across the board, young or old, can understand that. So before I let you go, because we well, are well, short on well, time, Mike, Go go ahead.
2: Just give me, okay. give me your final. Take so on I just that. want to say one thing real quick. Uh, those three guys that you mentioned are, are on the verge, and they have the potential to be great, great players. Yep. What about the middle or what about the lower guys? What about the if Mims is still on the team, right? Um, and Elijah Moore. If those guys, thought, is he going to be able to reach them and kind of raise their level? So I get your yeah. point. I'll move on. But
0: yeah,
1: no, I, I think he will as well because again, those guys want to be those guys want to win. Elijah Moore's frustration this year honestly came from his lack of util- utilization in the game plan and also the quarterback position. Nobody could get him the ball. And I think Denzel right. Williams felt the exact same way. I-, I truly believe that that was one of the things was like, hey, I'm not getting the ball when I'm open. So if yeah. Aaron Rodgers comes here, that's all saw. But quickly, because I'm running out of time now, <laughs> give me your thoughts on Mike White going to the Dolphins. How do you feel about it
2: really quickly? Well, you're not, probably not going to like this. I'm okay with it. I don't like that you know anybody <laughs> goes to the dark side of the force, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he did come out and say he was a lifelong Dolphins fan. But listen, Mike White was okay. He was never going to be the answer. It, it's just the quarterback play was so horrible for us for so many years. He looked like a superstar. Mm. He's not. He's just he's okay. average at best. I wish him the best. He's a good guy, right? Good mm. person, family man, and. You know, any eyes of God and all of that, I don't wish him any, any – but I, I think that he got – we were so desperate for quarterback play that he every, – everybody, including myself, hyped him up a little bit, you know, okay. Or a okay. lot of it.
1: Listen, Mike, I got to slide mm-hmm. off. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Stay well. All right, listen, I got to close the show out. It's been a phenomenal show, hot show full of takes. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me show you promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team, Also as well, I am on Twitter. Okay, go on Twitter at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. My personal page is at YoungJ000. Go on in there. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge. I'll have that Beer Tucker jersey on at all times. Okay, we'll go back and forth. Also, I'm on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. Give the video a thumbs up. Troll me in the comments and we'll go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open. Free hugs for everyone. I want to thank everyone for calling in, interacting with me anyway. You know, taking you know, going back and forth with me in the chat. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to check in with your boy. I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, and everything. Salute to you folks. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs>